Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> you know what? Let's just start it again. That was only like three minutes. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put that at the tail end. Okay. As like, you know, bonus material. But let's just say that this right here is the start of the show. So let's begin. Okay. Well, like I said, this is my birthday week. So big blessings. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I'm just trying to really spend it with my family because the older I get, the more mature I get, and the more I see what really matters in life. Yeah. It really can, is true. Can I, can I put something on top of that? Yeah. I think it's important for people to, um, like, I think it's important for all of us around, that's important to you. Yeah. Right? And that's kind of what you mean, right? Like, what's important in life to you, those moments are. To some people, those moments aren't, like. Um, exactly. for, for, for someone that didn't grow up with a, with a, you know, like a dope family or, or wants them around, right. Doing something else is what's important to them. Go do that. 100%. Right. 100%. That's, that's what's important, right. Is what, that's what I'm realizing, man, is we waste, not necessarily waste. We spend too much time doing two things when we really could be just doing one thing and being happy. Right. And the two things are this doing things we don't want to do. That's the one thing that occupies a lot of our time. And then the second thing is worrying about doing things we don't want to do. Yes. Right? Like, that's, that to me is a big chunk of our time. That worrying stage, that state of mind where, like, we're, we're dreading what's coming up. Like, if you wake up, to anybody listening to this, if you wake up in the morning and you're dreading going to work, don't go to work. Quit. Go find something else. Go do that immediately. Do that immediately. But the thing is, look out for yourself and go get something else. Yes. Learn how to survive, but don't stay at that job. You're just going to be pissing yourself off and you're going to be pissing everybody else off that you work with because you don't want to be there. It's not that they don't want to be there. You don't want to be there. Yeah. So, like, take responsibility, right? Like, we all need to take responsibility for our lives and... And, you know, it's only been recently that I've been going down, like, the more positive route of, like, looking at stuff, not necessarily glass half full, right, Um, but looking at it from a more, um, not even optimistic, just uh, positive, like, positivity and realistic approach to life mixed together. Yeah. Right? And and that has, that, that has helped me so much more than just drifting and whatnot just sort of like going you know what i'm trying to think of an example of well just like in general man like how you feel about the life you live is all that matters yeah it really is right like tomorrow you you know like your birthday week right so like your birthday is going to pass and it's really up to you how you feel about how that went Mm mm-hmm how you feel about it, right? It's not up to anybody else but you, how you feel about your birthday. And, like, that's the whole thing. Like, when I see people getting upset about, like, their birthdays and stuff like that, I'm just like, what the fuck are you getting so upset about? Like, if this is making you upset, you got to go do something else. You, you can't do that. Like, you can't... I don't know why we continuously put ourselves into a position where we're going to make ourselves upset. Yeah. No, I agree. Right. Like that is and that is a real thing that we do as as human beings. We um, like it's it's fucked up. Do you how much like all joking aside, how much do you think we stay in a state like that so that we can complain and not move forward? You're staying a state of complaining uh, in itself. Well, yeah, like just a state of um, or or let's say complacency. Okay, that's a big one. That's a, okay. That makes more sense. Okay, right? Like, how how many people do you think? Like, how you know? Like, do you think they stay in a state of complacency because it's comfortable for them? Because they don't know, or like, what do you think's going on there? I feel like it's so subconscious. Like, complacency is so co- subconscious. Like, look at these companies, DoorDash. All these companies, you order food, you don't even go anywhere. Yeah. It, it, it's really that subconscious. And it goes a lot deeper than that. But it's like people capitalize 
off people that just want to, you know what I'm saying, just kind of be lazy in a sense. There's always something to capitalize on. We're, was it was it you and me that was talking about how I think um, our society is driven by the seven deadly sins? Yeah. Yeah, right? So what we're talking about right there, sloth, right? Right, DoorDash, Uber Eats, we have Skip the Dishes over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all delivery-based system, right? Yeah. And, like, grocery stores now are delivering to you. And, like, I remember, what was it, like, QVC, not QVC, but um, there was, like, a, a grocery store that actually started it off by, like, their big thing was, and this was in, like, I think the 90s or the 2000s, they would deliver groceries to your house. Wow. But now it's all, like, you. I think back then you had to phone or you went onto their site and it was, like, basic shit right but now it's so super simple and you have tons of different options and you have all of these people that are willing to drive all around for in my opinion a small amount of money to go do stuff for other people because other people are too lazy or like i get the people that um well this is this is where it it seems a little like I don't know where to go with it because, like, I get that there are people out there that don't have a vehicle, that don't necessarily have the ability to get everywhere and need stuff delivered to them. Yeah, exactly. And, of course, that's what I'm saying. I feel like we're always talking on terms of, like, kind of common sense. Like, of course, if somebody does not have any way, you know, say, of course, that is great. But it's a fact that so many people are just being complacent and kind of subconsciously lazy that do have a vehicle. Yeah. I mean, they know that. They know that. It's, come on. How many times that my sister has ordered, I mean, DoorDash or whatever. Millions. Yeah. Like, like she has a car. <laughs> like, I guess right. what I'm saying. There's and, people. And you want to know what's fucking crazy on top of that sorry i hate interrupting you but you know what's crazy on top of that i bet you with the time that she saved not doing any of that she didn't do anything productive no i'm trying to tell you exactly (laughs) i get exactly i get what you're saying we're not even using that productively we're just giving away we're just fucking being lazy cheer on downtown fucking lazy that's it man you know, like, let's just not do fucking anything anymore and let everybody else do stuff for us. We're not children, right? One, one, yeah. here's the thing. Here's, what, here's what's even scarier than that is people are ordering out more and more, not being productive with their time, but also not cooking food for themselves. Yes. Right? Yeah. And that, 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 that in, in and of itself is also, like, scary. Think about it. If there is a gardening class in everybody's local area, who can go in that class and be just as knowledgeable as a teacher? We don't know about like really planting and gardening. We lost that. Like we yeah. really did. Like, and that's something like I'm 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 trying to really like, you know, like learn about and get into because like I would love to just grow my own food. You know, like I feel like how we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Honestly, well, that's the whole thing. Like it's. It's almost like it's going to be ancient knowledge. Yeah. It's, yeah. I know what I mean, right? Like, um, like reading. Reading is going away. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Look at the internet. Yeah, man. Like, more time is spent. Reading. What's that? Are people reading books? Um, you know what the last statistic I read was about people reading books? The average person... In America, reads one book a year. I told you, right? That is crazy. There are people that read literally ten books a week. Then, then there's people that don't read a book in their lifetime after high school. That's what I'm saying, like, right? And like, here's okay, but this is what never gets addressed. One book. Per so we're talking three hundred and twenty-five average-wise, one book a person, right? Three hundred twenty-five million books a year. That's it. That America reads. 
outside of being in school. Mm. Right now. But this is what isn't addressed. Most of those books, I guarantee you, are fiction, meaning not anything that you can truly learn from, but fantasy and escapism. Yeah. So like really down, down, it's like a quarter, like, like most people, I would say like the majority of people do not read nonfiction books. Yeah. Right. And when they do, it really depends on like what they, you know, like, but there's only 325 million books being read every single year. Do you know how many books are being produced and published every year? Mm. Far more than that, probably. Or, right? Like, if you think about it, there's, yeah. I mean, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe, I would say maybe between 50 to 100 million books minimally get produced, published every single year. Possibly, right? But when you start adding on that books never go away, right? Books, books, as long as it's still in print and as long as there's still a copy of it, it's still available for read. Which means that those 50 to 100 million are going into a pool of other books that exist for people to read that they never will. And then the next year, more books get added on to that and added on and added on. But the number still stays the same. 325 million or less. Mm. Right? So that to me is what we really like. We, it's, it's, it's super neat to think of like one, you know, like to, to have a stat of like one book per, you know, hold on a second. There you go, baby. There you go, Cola Girl. You drink, drink, okay? Had to give my girl some water. Let's go, baby. Um, but, okay. So, like, one book per average, per person, right, is an interesting stat. But once you break that down into, like, really what the fuck that means, that's scary as shit. I... I, I myself would want to do like one a week. Right? Dude, I read maybe two books, maybe three books a year. But this is what we're not taking into account. Right? Let's go back. The real statistic needs to be um, the decline in book re- books being read since 1996-97 to 2019. And the amount of content being consumed that is text-based from 2000 or from 1997 to 2019. And see those comparisons. Does it mean that people are just reading less books but are still reading the same amount? Or does it mean that people are reading less books and reading less? Yeah. Right? Because think about how much text you consume every day. Yeah. You consume text by a text message. Twitter, Instagram, and any other social network that you're out, not to mention all the articles that you may read, right? Plus everything else. So we're talking about one format out of multiple different formats of how you can consume content. Yeah. Right? So it's super like, this is, to me, this is how we argue as a society. Because within... The, the number of the average books per used per like or read per American is one per year, right? You can use that in any format to argue for or against what's like American, the smart, like brains, intelligence, all of those things, right? And then as you dive into it, you can then start pinpointing other arguments that are for you or could be against, and, and then other people can find stuff that are against you in the same argument. Yes. Right? Because we don't understand that it doesn't matter about what's right and what's wrong. What matters is, do you understand what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Right? Do you have a concept in your head about, you know, like, where you fit in the world? Exactly. And that's why I feel like whatever powers that be are capitalizing on that, that we don't know who we are. 
Yeah. I truly, I truly feel like if you don't know why you're put here on this earth, then you're always gonna be wondering. And not, I'm not trying to say not living up to your fullest potential, but I truly feel like we all truly have one path we are really supposed to walk. Right. Like you're saying, not necessarily the same path for everybody. Yeah, exactly. One, like your path, like you, out of all of the paths that are for you, you have one, like, but it's, it's legit. Like think of, say you have 99 different paths mm-hmm. or a hundred different paths and a hundred's the best of the path that you're supposed to take, but there's 99 other paths that you can take as well. Mm-hmm. But that hundred is what you're supposed to. That's, that's the aim. That's the goal, right? Not 99, not 98, but 100. And I get that that's perfection, but that's the path that you're meant to take. That's the struggle. That's the resistance, mm-hmm. right? And this is, um, if you want to think of it in a visual like perspective of like wavelength, right? Um, if you think about, you, you know the shock replacements, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, the biggest wavelength that we have, um, and this is not necessarily a good thing, but it's, um, you, you can see it in people once you understand how to recognize wavelength, is when um, we uh, naturally bounce from the root to the crown. It's the longest wavelength that we can have. And emotionally, what that is, is usually just bouncing back between anger and fear or flight or fight, right? Survival. That's what we're talking about, right? Is that wavelength. Now, that doesn't necessarily, for me, say I'm living the best life possible, right? Because what's happening when you bounce between anger and fear is you get a little bit of, of, of the sacral, which is like hope, also anxiety, but it's, it's um, our creative, so like excitement's in there, right? Um, you get a little bit of that. You get a little bit of joy going through the solar. You get a little bit of peace in the heart. You get a little sadness in there. And then you bounce up into um, the third and then up to the crown. And that's fear. And then you bounce back down after you get out of fear and you go back into anger. That's a long-ass fucking wavelength, right? And that's a... that. Um, to, to, to spend that much time in every single emotion like that is difficult for us. I think when we are naturally attuned and actually running properly as beings of light, we are meant to jump from the solar plexus, like the solar chakra, to the throat chakra and back and forth, which means that we experience joy and we let ourselves experience joy, Right. And then we dip into expressing that we're sad, that we're no longer experiencing that joy. Yeah. And what that does is once we express that, we go over the peak and we go back down and we go into the solar plexus chakra again. Right. And it's up to you. If you, if you need more um, excitement, then you dip into your creative. And if you need like the, the way that I look at it is, is two things. You have a wavelength and you have a natural, um, you have natural energy building in your system. The natural energy building in your system comes up from your roots, right? And it comes up from the planet through your system and out through the crown up to the universe yeah. right? or up to existence. Then you have your pulse and, and um, heartbeat and whatnot. And that's your energetic system going through your body, right? And it's going through your chakras, right? So like your energetic system, the, your, your heartbeat and pulse, you want that to go between joy and sadness, yeah. right? Um, right. And then, but, but the idea is to understand how both work so that as you're going, um, through life, you're pulling up enough energy through your creative system, which is your sacral, pulling that into your solar so that you have the maximum amount of, um, energy possible to experience joy at its highest or highest. Right. And then you take that with you whatever you didn't burn off in joy, you take that with you through the heart up to your throat and you express out your sadness. Mm. Right. Then you release that. Right. Because to me, think about it this way. Sadness is also um, with sadness comes crying. Right. Yeah. Is that not some form of baptism? Hmm. 
right? But we don't look at it that way. But like when you weep and you like really fucking just let it go, you are cleansing yourself greatly. And, if, and, and really think about it. Like the last time that you had a hard fucking cry, did you not feel better after that release? Yeah. Right? Because that's what sadness is. Sadness isn't like this really bad thing. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's the screwdriver in your toolbox instead of the hammer. Right? It's just another tool. But we look at it as this, we, we've been conditioned to believe that it's something that it's not. Sadness is just a, uh, it's an emotion and it's a tool and technique that helps us stay out of depression. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is when you don't, when you go through a joyous occasion and you don't express what made you sad or what's making you sad because you're no longer in joy, right? All of that energy is then your wavelength is extended up into your third. And in there, it basically puts you into a state of depression. Yeah. Right. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. Right. So like the, uh, the whole idea and like, it's, it's really good to practice it because like, you'll start to see where you fit in it. Like where, where you actually like what your wavelength is like is do your best to um, in every moment that you have, find the joy side of it. And when that's complete, express your sadness of it and just see how much your life changes. Talking about um, just about, like, like you said, the overall of joy. Um, I'm not going to connect it like with the ch- the chakras, kind of mm-hmm. how you did it. Um, I'm kind of going to do it on a mental. Um, I just feel like everything is mental. Like we think that we think that you really have to do anything to truly be where you need to be at. Mm-hmm. It all starts in the mind. Everything starts in the mind. Everything is a mindset. Oh, it is. It, it truly is. It truly is. But that's... If, if you think about it, right? Right? The, the concept of, like, it's a state of mind. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Um, but if you think about that way, um, and then again, like, for me, I do like a lot of my studying is based on like making connections through things. So like, let's go again with like putting it to a chakra, right? To me, the mind is a lot in the third, right? And, and when we congest the third, that's when issues happen because what we're doing is we're pressing our light down, right? We're pressing that prism that when we shine light through it and, and show a rainbow of colors, right? We're limiting that by congesting our mind right so whichever way you want to see it which if you can bring it back to the beginning and have clean thoughts you're going to have clean emotions but if you if, if your thoughts are muddied right and you continuously bring your thoughts like you don't deal with your thoughts properly and there's a difference between overthinking and overanalyzing overthinking is letting multiple Thoughts come through your head constantly all the time. Overanalyzing is having the same thought go through your mind and continuously looking through it to find something new. Yeah. Most people overanalyze. Most yeah. people don't overthink. Yeah, I agree 100%. And look, 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 look. That's actually something that as a kid, I, I just never really thought that I actually really thought I just never understood thinking, and it makes sense now. It really makes so much sense because that's what slows us down. Mm-hmm. That's what slows us down, and that's what I'm saying that as a little kid, I kind of I kind of understood, like, am I really supposed to think? Because like, I don't know how to feel like I didn't, like, think like everybody else would think. I don't know. I don't know. It was a very, like I said, subconscious thing. But I just never understood thought. Like, I feel like I always just did did what I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm saying that, like, if you are on a certain vibration, it doesn't really matter what you supposedly think about. Whatever you do is going to be on such a vibration. 
you know, because that's that's what you are. Oh, one hundred percent. You know, like positive people have positive habits. You know, and, like and and they've grown those over time. That's what we don't realize. Yeah. Right. Like, think about when did you start going to the gym? Probably like. Six, fifteen, fifteen. Fifteen. And have you done it consistently since then? No. When did you start taking it seriously? Uh, probably seventeen. Right. So, like, for four years, right? So, when you started taking it, a, but but if you notice, you needed to go to the gym at fifteen, sixteen, and not take it so seriously, so that by seventeen you could do it. Which means that you've been going to the gym, Jim, not full time but at least in in recreational habit for six years Mm -hmm. so now today it's nothing for you to go i'm going to the gym but think about when you were 14 there was no thought that you were going to go there not until you decided to go there and do it part time and just see if you liked it you didn't go does that make sense right Right. So like you have at, at a young age developed a habit that you're OK going to the gym for an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah, that's that's right. That's incredible. So what we're really talking about here isn't that's that's that can that be mapped to anything else in your life? Probably everything, right? Yeah. I, I'm not talking about going to the gym. I'm talking about the habit of um, starting something seeing it through, continuing that for a bit, and it eventually just becoming second nature to you. Yeah, and, and that, that, that's exactly what I was saying. It's not that sometimes we get caught up in these words. The things that are really going to better your life, it's not a habit. It's you just doing whatever you want to do. You're just doing it in a certain frequency that yes. is always going to be positive. It's always going to help you because you're dealing with only a certain frequency because you're yeah. on a certain frequency. Yeah. And you know what, though? I think that's difficult for a lot of people to understand because they just don't even like think that way. Yeah. Like their thoughts aren't even like at that level, at that spot where they can understand what you just said. Yeah. No, it it takes time. It takes time. I mean, this, this, whatever you want to call it, uh, truth, spirituality, I mean, whatever names people want to put on it, you know, I mean, it takes time to really understand like what's really going on. Yeah. It's definitely something I've been researching for years. Like, Absolutely, man. Lots, and, and you have to, right? Work into this, you know, lots of thought, lots of, you know, like just, just lots of energy to learn. And I mean, you get a lot out of it, see, and that's what's free. And that's yeah. always what's free is 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 knowledge. Is knowledge. It's always free. Yeah, pretty much, and man. And that's why that's why I do love the internet. The internet is truly a great thing. It can, you know what? I'll agree. It can set you free if you know where to look. Exactly. There are like I'm talking holistic doctors telling you to do this, eat this, and it's all like the most healthy stuff, and you can really look it up. Like, there are a lot. Like, I follow the dude on YouTube. He literally tells you the pharmaceutical companies are killing you. He's a real doctor. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Like, there really are people that are telling you the truth. That's crazy. Like, wow. You've got you to find them, but there's going to be very few. That's why you got to find them and make sure they tell you the truth. Because, yeah. You know, um, but everything is good pros and cons because obviously the negative do it. I know you've uh, probably heard of the five G. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, I've, I you probably looked into it. It's definitely harmful. I don't care what they said. It's harmful. Very harmful. It's very harmful. They know it is. Why do what? we need? 5G? It's, it's, it's my thing. Right. We don't. It, Exactly. Like, where's the real explanation? They're gonna tell well, you, well, well, we need it. Well, 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 we need it for this. We we need it for this. I say, y'all say you need it. 
when how 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 long is these uh these crazy things been built? The twin towers, all these great things been built with all this electricity on it. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. They've been had all this crazy stuff to do all this. Yes, they have. They just act like, oh, we need this five G. No, it's all a game. It is, and it's like, it's an interesting game too, that's being played. Because like, like here's here's something that is. I don't even know. Like, I don't. I don't even know when human beings would ever be ready for like this idea or concept. But um, just bear with me on this, right? So, let's say that you were a superorganism, right? Yeah. And you could basically create at will anything that you wanted, right? And so you did that. And you went through all of these trials and tribulations of just creating whatever the fuck you wanted. And eventually you came into this concept of what if I created these things that could think for themselves and create for themselves and do for themselves, but I limited them. Hmm. Right. And so the system, the super system now just has all of these smart parts that are being put together. Say they're atoms. Let's call them atoms. Right. And they all start coming together and forming all of these things that become other things that become other things that eventually become things that can create and things that think for themselves, operate for themselves and, and, and whatnot. Now, all the system does is listen to those beings and allows for those beings to live out some of what they want, some of their creations, some of those things. And, and until the system brings that to life, those things will never exist. But because the system is listening and always changing, it is bringing those things to life like this. So whatever video, like I always reference Grand Theft Auto because it's my favorite video game in that sense. Like it's the easiest one to reference because most people have played it. But like think about any video game and until you pass a, a certain level, you don't get to unlock the next one, right? But once you unlock the stuff in that level, as you progress in the game, you'll start to see those unlocks that were earlier start to play out as you play the game, right? So let's say that before the microscope existed, right? There was no need for a module of looking into deeper into the atomic, like in, into what is there more of, right? Yeah. Right. Until someone came up with the idea of going, there's got to be more than this. Then the system said, oh, these guys are interested in that. Which way would they like to go with it? And just gave a fuck ton of options and let everybody in existence, everything in existence, pick up on that and go, okay, this is, you know, like, and they started creating from that. And eventually somebody created a microscope out of that, but did they create it or was that the system guiding them through a path that put that microscope together as the system listened to everybody else? Meaning that did the system unlock the ability to create a microscope? And did the system first have to build the module of the microscope before anybody could discover it? Okay, so in the system, what, what system are you talking about? I'm talking the system of everything, of existence, oh. right? Not, not uh, any human construct. I'm talking about beyond this, what we are in. Like if, if you want to call it a simulation, call it a simulation. If you want to call it some crazy phenomenon, you can call it a crazy phenomenon. I like to call it the system. Okay. If that makes sense, right? It's just an easy like label and container to put all of existence into, right? Because I feel like it runs like a system. It does. I definitely agree. Right? And so like that's the way that I view all of this. I... I, you know, like the people that are, are experiencing like end time rapture stuff that are super highly into Christianity, I feel like they actually are doing that because the system is creating that path for them to go down. Yeah. But nobody else needs to fucking see that. Only they do. Right? Because that's their path. Whereas like you're going down your own path because the system is listening to what you want and then creating 
paths for you to walk on and you take those steps. And as you take those steps, the system updates and, and changes your guidance. Yeah. Right. So, you know, like there's a, a good question for all of us to ask is how in control of our lives are we really? Exactly. Right. And there's, um, I would say that there's a time to be reactive and there's a time to be creative. Right. And to me, creation doesn't come in the form of um, like when we get into doing clothing. Yeah. All of our creating will have been done before that. What we're doing then is manufacturing and putting stuff together. Okay. To me, the creative part is connecting with the planet and working with it to get what we want. Right. So like yesterday I went and talked, I went to my special place, talked to the trees and sat there and what I do with them, this is my ritual. And I wonder if it would work with other people. So I settle, like I, 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 I get as calm as possible. And then these are the words that I say, and it's kind of like a ritual and it's kind of like a spell. So I say, when ready, like this is, um, if you think about it in programming coding, right? This would be like um, start program, right? So when ready, connect to the planet. And what I do is I imagine, and this all like the first two come from my heart. And I imagine from my heart, um, uh, just strings and strings of light going down into the earth like roots and eventually getting down to the heart of the planet and connecting in. Right. And once I feel that connection, then I say, when ready, connect to the above. I don't even address it as the fucking universe, dude. Because the universe is a label to explain something that we think exists out there. But in reality, have you ever been to Saturn? Yeah. Have you? You've only seen pictures of it, but I can show you pictures of other things. I can create planets if you really want me to, because I have Photoshop. Yeah, I do. Right? Like, I can create a... You can think that you're looking at the universe, but what you're really looking through is a virtual reality of, of something that I created, and you're just looking into that microscope. But it's just really a video. And the more that you move it, it's just showing you more aspects of that video, but you're not really looking at anything in, in particular. Yeah. Right? Like, we just buy into the fact that these planets exist, but real, realistically, they may not. They may not even be there. Exactly. Right. Does that matter? No. What matters is this. The fact that we have um, created all of this stuff to sort of guide us through existence. Right. You can use the planets because what if the planets aren't necessarily what we think they are, but they're just these big bodies out there that provide different things for us. Exactly. Right. Like the system came up with this concept that said, well, for these things, these little things, these little things need all of these things, but I can't keep up with that. So I need to create these other things to, to keep up with them so that I can go do other things. Yeah. Right. And so it, it you know, like the, the system creates these eight to 12 to whatever different planets that help us navigate through life. Yeah. Right. Because, and, and only because it listened I swear, I, I like, think about it like this way. At the very beginning, when they first designed all of this, right? If there was no stars in the sky, people would go insane. Think about it today. If human beings, if all the lights, if there was no lights on in the planet, because back then electricity didn't exist. If there was no lights on the planet and it's nighttime and you're looking out, up and up, up, like you're just looking out there and it's just eternal darkness. How many nights do you want to spend like that? Yeah. Right? Before you're just like, fuck this shit. Right? So like, it was unstable at the beginning. And they slowly, like the system slowly learned to stabilize itself. Yeah. That's why stars exist. Stars are just nightlights. Do they, are they, are they really stars? Do they really have galaxies? Do they really have solar systems? Do they really have planets? 
I don't fucking know. Yeah. And that's where I need to, that's all I need to know. Because unless I can actually physically go there in this unit, it doesn't matter to me. (laughs) Right? Like, it legitimately doesn't matter. I don't really, like, the whole, so, like, the whole aliens thing, right? And, And it's super neat to see that it's coming back. Like, there was a wave of alien stuff back in the early um, 2010s and it's slowly coming back to the rise again of like um, having visitors and having all of that stuff which then also coincides with biblical stuff yeah right but it's to me it's just all the system is doing is listening and saying hey this is what people want so we're going to do more of this you can wake up, you, dude, here's the thing. How do you know that when you woke up this morning that it, this isn't your first day in existence? Yeah. No, listen to me. I'm not playing them. I promise you, they don't understand. If you've ever seen Men in Black, everybody has. Okay, what is that movie like? Crazy. Right. Okay, what if they really have these things? Look at, what, look at Nikola Tesla. He made a oh, death ray. He made a real death ray. The government had to take it. So there's yep. not people that probably know how to make things or see, do things and see things that we probably can't see. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not saying that I know anything about aliens, but I truly know that there's different versions of bodies. I mean, I just feel like we just have to understand that. Yeah. You know, because I feel like everything that, that, that has a heart, you know, eyes, is really like a version of us in a different sense. Like, that's why I feel like we're supposed to connect with animals so much. Yeah. yeah. I agree, man. Yeah. I agree. And the thing is, is that animals want to connect with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and, and biblically, we're supposed to be like the cherubs that look after them, right? The guardians, the shepherds that, that look after this planet, not destroy it for our own pleasures, but to be one with it. And, and being one with it also means being one with the animals, being one with the trees and the nature and all of that. Exactly, the whole planet. Yeah, the whole thing, right? Because the... I think the, 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 either, here's, here's one of two things. It's either the greatest cover up in all of man, like of, of, of human existence, um, or we haven't discovered this yet. But human beings are not separate from the planet. I we are, that. we are the planet. I know that. Exactly. Right? I can, exactly. Mm hmm. Right. We come from the planet. We, but, but this is to, to the depth that, that we're not ready to let go of a certain belief that holds us back. And this is the big one. We think our consciousness comes from the universe or something or source or something like that. Is it not possible that consciousness comes from the planet? That you are experiencing Earth consciousness just like your fingers experiencing Lando consciousness in finger form. Right? So like that's the way I look at it, right? Is is I am a being of earth experiencing earth through earth consciousness. Still there? Yo yo. Hello? Yo, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like you're saying with the planet, and what I was saying is this. I can feel whenever the planet is changing. Mm-hmm. I can definitely feel it. Because I'm, I'm like, I feel like once you get to a certain point, you know you're very connected in, which is everything that is. Yeah. You know. and, and, that's, and, and that's the whole thing. And, and the thing is, is that that's you as well. Like, I think 
this is this is something that is is connected but separate um when when like when i say or when anybody says um do what's best for everybody you know what most people forget in that situation ourselves we don't include ourselves into everybody when we think of like when a lot of people think of um everybody they think of that as outside of themselves which means that they don't give they don't put themselves first dude if you aren't having fun like let's let's go birthday wise if you aren't having fun you should have every right to shift and go i'm going to go do this you should have every right to do that because what's best for everybody if you're not happy and it's your moment you need to shift out of that moment does that make sense yeah yeah Right. And so like, that's, that's how I've been going about it lately is, um, hold on a second. Um, I just have to check something. Okay. You good? Yeah, we're good there. Okay. Just don't want to overheat shit. Um, but so for me, like everything that I've been talking to has been, I've been exploring for four years just to see what it, what it means. And like, so yesterday what I did was I went to the trees, I sat there and like I said, my connection, like how I, how I connect in is I go from my heart and I connect into the planet. Then I go from my heart and I connect through my crown up to the above. And all the above is to me is all the information stored from the beginning of existence to right now. And I agree hundred with that. Yeah. Right. So I, I connect to the planet, I connect above and then I connect, like think of, um, um, you know, like how, uh, the, the, like the prayer, like how you go, um, down, up, right, left. Yeah. Right. Like that one. I think that's how you do it. Or is it up, down? I don't rem- totally remember. It doesn't really matter which direction I yeah. just go to the, I just go to the planet first. Then I go to the above and then I imagine, um, left to right my mind connecting to my body, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or something like that, right to left, my mind connecting to my body. And that's what I say. So I say, when ready, connect to the planet. When ready, connect above. When ready, connect mind to body. And then once all of those feel connected, then I say, when ready, connect all four points into one, mm. right? And then once all those four points are connected into like one concentrated form of energy, then I connect. Okay. Right. And once I'm connected in, um, it's all just done mentally. Um, but it's, I, I, I just have a conversation with the planet through the trees, through whatever's around me. Right. They're all talking to me through the planet. And so one of the things that we talk about is what I can help the planet with. The other thing is, so like once that happens, like once I ask the planet what it needs, right, the planet then asks what I need. And usually then I, I ask for myself and then I start, if my friends and, and tribe members need something specific, then I ask for that. If they need just something in general, what I ask for is the best possible thing to happen for them. And um, then I just wait that out. Yeah. Right. So like for you, Something good is, and, and this to, to a lot of people, it's just like, oh, well, well, that's just, you know, like something that is. And I'm just like, nah, I helped spur that along. There may have been something coming down your pipeline that is going to be great. But the thing is, is that imagine being at a club and standing in, in line to get into the club and you're like just a regular dude and somebody walks up and they're just like, they look at you and go, nah, or, or I walk through, I walk past and I recognize you and I'm just like, Nah, man, you're not waiting in line no more. Come with me. And we walk up and we walk in that bitch. Are you not going to get your shit, what, get inside that club faster? Yeah. Right? So that's the way that I look at it. Yes, you may be getting something magical down the line, but that might be in three or four years. And I may be able to speed that up into down to one year. Easily. Right? So, yeah. So to me, 
that's that's how um hold on a second i'm doing two things at once and i'm doing my best to like really learn how to do that properly like talk to you but also focus on what i'm doing so um <laughs> i'm making i'm making dinos like my my edibles and oh. what's dope what's dope about making them is so interesting um what's 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 interesting about making these guys is i've done it so many times that um i've done it so many times that it's just second nature to me now right mm-hmm. so um with it being second nature oh there's the spoon that's what i was looking for um it's it's become part of my automatic system yeah Right. And so I should be able to talk to you and still do all of the steps with this properly and be able to do both at a high level. Yeah. Right. That's the way I feel about it. And so the only way that you can ever know to be able to do that is to test it. Right. Just like how people say that they can't really do things on mushrooms or when they get too high. It's only because you haven't pushed through. Yeah. Right. Like once you push through. Once you get through that, right, you can pretty much do anything, right? Like for me, I can, on, on mush, like five grams of mushrooms is like a regular dose of pot now to me, but I still get all the effects of the mushrooms, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think you can, I, I'm pretty sure you can do that with a multitude of things, yeah. right? And, and that's all it is, right? So if there's anything that you, like um, for you, I don't know if this would work, but like, do you know what one of the best ways to get your um, vocals ready for stage um, performing as a rap artist? Mm. Running on a treadmill and rapping at the same time. Oh. Right? It gets your lungs exercised to do that. Now, but think about that. You're not, not only are you getting in shape, but you're also training yourself to perform like to, to be able to rap at a high level of like exercise. Right. I think human beings can do these things. We just don't, it goes back to sloth again. We don't exercise them well enough. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. And it's like, it's fear, fear and uh, fear and comparison. It is. Really think about it. We always compare ourselves to somebody. You're always gonna fall short as who you're comparing to. Yeah, yeah, that's so true, isn't it? Yeah. And the thing, you know what? You know what else on top of that? If I can just add, and then I'll let you go. um, Is the the most dangerous comparison that we do is, um, and and it's not a bad one because I think it's the only one that we really should focus on. And then when we have the ability to let it go, let it go. But it's the one where we compare ourselves to either yesterday or when we were like better. Like think about like when you're sick, mm-hmm. right? You compare yourself to when you were better. Yeah. Right. And we do that with a lot of things. Right. Like we do, we do these comparison things with tons of different um, yeah. uh, areas of our life. Right. Yeah. Right. So um, if we could, as a, as a society, stop looking like um, do it, comparing one ourselves to other people. Yeah. And then ourselves to who we used to be. Exactly. Right. Because, I mean, that's not you anymore, right? Exactly. Are you still a 17 year old kid in high school? Exactly. Right? Nah, man. You've graduated and you've moved on and you're doing other shit in life, right? Yeah. Right? And I think it's important for us to update that as well. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. How's that going? Like, coming out perfect? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, as, as perfect as they can be doing it. Like, if it was just if it was just me by myself, not talking to anybody, obviously it would be a better, like a 100% job. 
this is more ninety five percent. Oh God! Satis- satisfaction. Perfect. Pardon. Satisfaction. Right. Perfectionist. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. Right. I hate um, it. Right, but I mean, this is this is my creation. I should be, you know, like striving for perfection, even if I can't get that. Right. And like, yeah. honestly, dude, no batch is ever perfect, and and I know that. Right. Um, my goal is to now go 95% and mm-hmm. work on my speed. Yeah. Right. Get shit done at a high rate. Like imagine, imagine like the kid that gets all 95%, never gets a hundred percent, but gets tons of 95% and graduates two years early. Mm. I'd rather be that motherfucker. I would rather exactly. I would Miss, rather like, fuck up five percent and move through life faster. Yeah, that's a really good concept. Yeah. yeah, took me took me basically thirty-eight years to figure that out to really understand the concept of it. Yeah, right. But now that I it, now that I have it, and and so this is. I think, you know what, there's a lot of like great lessons in life, but once you like that, that click moment is the most important, I think, in a lot of things, right? Because once something clicks in you and you understand it, yeah. then you can start using that in so many different aspects in life, yeah. right? And, and how to explain this? Ah, fuck, I lost it. I'm done. What do you have to say? Um, I, I, I fell off my board. Pretty much. That, um, to what you're saying about the universe, we are the universe. Uh, not the universe. Um, you know, I know what you're saying on the planet to the universe. So just whatever wording you want to put on it, that, that force that's driving everything. Because how does the, how does the oceans really move? Right. Think about it. Where is this energy really coming from? How are tides so big they're moving giant thousand, hundred million pound ships? You know, yeah. like there's a, there's, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of energy that really is there that, that's obviously being harvested. So mm-hmm. there is a driving force of everything. And I truly feel like it's a, it's a force that, it's a force and a frequency a vibration that we were supposed to connect with. Mm. it's just like you said connecting with the planet that's why back in the day we were very connected with the planet whatever you want to call back in the day i mean whenever we were connected with the planet we were like so yeah i feel like like we're going back into a, a time that we are because technology in itself is just it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, I just don't see kids outside like that anymore. I don't see the play, the, the, the kids playing, uh, uh ding dong ditching. <laughs> I forgot about those games. Man, are you still there? Yeah, one second. One second. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. All right. Man, I remember, yeah, playing outside was, like, super important. You're super quiet. Hello. I got you. Um, is it me? There we go. Uh, I hear you now. But, yeah, dude, like, so the question, though, is what is that frequency? Yeah. Right. People would say that it's love, but I don't necessarily think that we understand the actual concept of love. I don't think love is an emotion. I think love is the combination of all emotions. It's not exactly. All right. love spells is evolve. Evolve. Yes. Evolve. Think about it. Right. People that really love you, what do they want you to do? evolve they're not going yeah. back they're going to make you go up in life yeah right. 
because they love you. That's a fact. Real. Right. You want to you also think of like another crazy concept along the lines of like uh, Evolve? I wrote um, back in like 2015 about the word Evolve and like all the connotations. But um, think about the word revolution. Yeah. What is a revolution? In its simplest forms. Think about the planet. Revolve. It revolves, which means it starts at one place, turns, and goes back to that same spot. All a revolution is, is resetting us back to do the same thing over and over and over again. Revolutions are part of a much bigger system of control. Exactly. Um, what we're meant to do is evolve. Not trying to cut you off, um, but I actually do have somewhere to go. Um, <sighs> Um, do it do it up man but I, I definitely still possibly even want to record again tonight um that work for you but yeah um it was it was about an hour i had on here and i do have to go oh shit dude go do it up um yes let's um let's link tonight like let's just link over twitter okay. and figure it out because we can obviously like we can absolutely do a part two all right sounds good all right man do your thing and we'll talk soon and if not um we can do. We can record on Thursday. Sounds good, or, man. Or after that, okay. You have a blessed rest of your day, man. Man. You, you too, dude. Peace, peace. All right, man. All right. Okay. Out. Yeah. There we go, man. What's good, my man? It was good. How you been? I'm all right, man. You know, like yeah. this week. This week feels like uh, more fog is being lifted and. Yeah. My I mean, birthday week, shit, that's good. Dude, that is that's fantastic news, man. What are you, uh, what are you looking forward to the most? The most, man, seeing my family. Yeah, that's usually yep. what it is, right? Yep. 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 The moment it's 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 wild, man. If we could only have that at the beginning, we would transcend so much. This kids. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm not saying that. Some of us don't, but most of us are just like, yeah, I, like, like, like for me, I didn't really give a fuck about birthdays. I just understood the reward policy. Neither did I exactly how I was. Right. So I was like, I just, I, I didn't give a fuck. Like, I honestly didn't care if my friends brought me gifts or whatnot. I just wanted them to kick it with me. That's all I cared. That's I knew exactly, that my, you know, like. You know, I, I knew my family would look after me. And what mattered the most was that we had food. I didn't give a fuck if my parents ever bought me a gift at all. I just wanted to make sure that me and my friends and them had food. Exactly, bro. I, yeah. feel, I feel that. That's how I am. Like, everybody's asking, what am I going to do? It's my 21st birthday. I'm like, bro, all I want to do is have my grandma to come out of the house and come eat dinner at my house. Yeah. That's that would it. make it. That would make it. It's a little thing in life, man. Yeah, that would be dope. Well, let me ask you, uh, I forget if we've gone into this discussion or not. How old is your grandma? Fuck, lost him. <sighs> Come on, Wi-Fi. Come on, everybody. <clears throat> you kidding me? Hello? Yo, I got you. There we go. Pull my Okay. Okay. I guess whenever my phone turns off, it cuts off the mic. Not turns oh, off and the screen goes black. That's yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. That's wild. Uh, that sucks. Um, but it's okay. I'll just keep tapping it. But what I was saying is she's 68, and, man, she doesn't even have high blood pressure. No cholesterol, like, nothing, like. Grandma's doing good, huh? Big blessings. Yeah, man. That's, that's dope. My uh, my mom is, I think she's turning like 65, 66 this year. Mm. Yeah, I think 65. And uh, she's got she's got the high blood pressure. She's a little bit, you know, like heavier, heavier on the set side. Right. She's yeah. working on it. But, you know, my like, girl, too. My girl yeah, too. right. Um, but my mom is always like, always put herself into like stressful situations. And like, as a kid was like, probably like higher blood pressure type kid too. So like, she's prone to it. Right. But you know, bless her. That's not bad though. That's not, that's not, that's not major. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. 
that's not like what I do with my job. Like I see people taking, I'm talking 20, not just high blood pressure. I'm talking 20 different medications. Like there's a, you know what I'm saying? There's a, I feel like there's a difference between you just having something that is very controllable to you having like something that's very, very, uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, like a disease or something like that. Hello. Hello.